Hey, oh, what's up, everybody? What's up, everyone? Another episode of Hold My Bread live in the studio. Me? Well, we're in our own personal studios. I'm in my room. You're in your room. You're in your living room. Huh? I am at the Beautiful view. I don't leave this space. Hello, breadheads. Gather round. It is time to carbo load. Welcome to the Gluten Gang. You are listening to Hold My Bread. You ready? Or, oh, oh my gosh. Are you ready? The 5691 $96. We're almost at 5700 from our humble origins, and a lot of this is gains. Huge gains over the last couple of days. Yeah, we've been having a hot run, and like I'm pretty excited for this episode. Like... I, we have too much to talk about, honestly, but we are just winning left and right over. Like I got, I made the outline initially. Mm-hmm. I didn't include that Elon Musk became the world's richest man. Well, it didn't last long. I mean, he's, he's now the second richest man. He, uh, he dropped. Oh, he dropped. What happened he with dropped. Tesla today? Did Tesla drop? Tesla dropped uh, eight. What was it? Eighteen? No, eight percent. Uh, he lost fourteen billion dollars of his wealth in uh, in a day because of the eight percent drop in Tesla. So he's no longer ahead of uh, Jeff Bezos, but he is a close second. And I do think it's amazing because he went from like the tenth richest to the first to the second within a period of like two or three weeks. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, but I don't you think that uh, that measures a little bit incorrect? You know, like. Who the, those aren't the richest people alive. Those are the people who created the companies who are worth the most. I don't want to know who has created the company that has the greatest market cap. You know what I want to know, Matt? What's that? I want to know who has the most money in their checking account. I'm uh yeah, that's a good question. I, it's probably still Elon Musk uh, if we're going off that. No, it's all, it's think... all tied up in the market. It's not liquid. I a wanna... lot of his money is, but he also doesn't own a lot of stuff. I don't think he owns. I don't know much about Elon Musk, but I don't think he owns a yacht. That man probably doesn't own a yacht. He seems like he's too busy. No, but you get like he's the richest man because he he doesn't have money. He has equity that's worth money that's uh, transferable. Okay. So like he might only have like four hundred dollars in his checking account. You, I wouldn't be surprised. He just uses Bitcoin via his wallet, so it, it could be some real crazy stuff. So I don't know, well, checking account, I don't know who has the most cash. Yeah, show me your picture of your bank statement. That's what I want. Yeah, well, ours is going to look good. So I guess, um, should we talk about what we did, housekeeping on, well, on the... Before we get into it, I want to actually say uh, we, got, we have two patrons. Yeah. Two patrons. Teresa, my God, we love you. Thank you guys so much, and um, I would like to apologize for the stupid mistake in last week's episode. It was a stupid, rookie-level mistake, and it probably will happen again. Do you know what the what? mistake is, Matt? <laughs> what was your mistake? Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't oh, know you didn't listen back. Um, you know our theme song that opens up the show? Uh-huh. I put it at about the three-minute mark. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I didn't realize how I did it. Like I knew I was having a little bit of problems with my garage band last week. And yeah, I uh I didn't realize till yesterday. So I'm not really too on top of it either. Well, normally I uh, feel like I'm pretty good about listening back and I didn't do that. I usually give it a, a, a 
a listen at first to to check everything and then i didn't do it and oh well that's all right you know it happens i'm sure everybody was caught off guard by it but we got we got through it this week is good no errors we're on a hot one this week yeah i think we really need to be on our best behavior here i think we need to reach up to people we admire people who want to help us but these people they might need us i'm talking about your boy andrew yang let's talk to him because he's in trouble he needs help He's in, he's not relating to New Yorkers while he's campaigning for New York mayor. And who better to put him on the map than us nerd-ass working-class heroes? You talk about getting fired from the Rockefeller Center. I talk about getting myself from the back of a box truck, truck to a, a scholarship at Michigan. We're going to go with story. We'll be his New York culture coaches. I'll take him to the Big Walkowski. He'll learn how to talk to us. Yeah, we're going to be like the friends that help them keep it real. When they get too rich and too successful, we're like, look, man, we know where you came from. We know what's going on. You got to keep it real. No, that's our move. We're going to go work for the Andrew Yang campaign. I mean, you know, I've already got my picture with him, so we're already pretty close. Exactly. That's a big part of it. And we'd be like, yeah, we've been real Andrew Yang stands for a long time. We talk about you on the pod. Hopefully he doesn't listen back to hear us praising Martin Shkreli in a similar manner. But, you know, I think um, (laughs) we're also both big basketball fans. So, yeah, lot lot, lot to really get along with there. We're also very hip and young. Andrew Yang loves the hip youth. You know, you can tell by looking at him. I could tell when I met him, he loves the pop culture. He's all about Twitter and all that. I guarantee it. He's going to be a real, how do you do fellow kids, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, his apartment sounded reasonable. That doesn't sound too out of touch to me. A two-bedroom apartment, like, that's not that, ob- that those are $2,400. Like, not that crazy. Yeah, I just think it was the fact that the way he was talking about it was upsetting people. Um, I, for one... You know, the fact that he's like, how could it's like if I was to walk if you go to like a third world country and you walk in and you're, you know, like, how do how could you live this way? And you're like, oh, this is actually pretty nice. And a lot of people live in worse positions and it's a lot harder for them and they don't have the luxury of leaving. Okay, so enough on Yang. We'll send that email (laughs) later. Let's talk. I mean, the listeners might notice that we made more money than we expected at the beginning of this show. First of all, I did sell a couple st- stocks, Matt. Uh-huh. Um, I sold Herman Miller. Yes. For, we bought around uh, like $20. I sold it for $35 a share. We netted two hundred and five fifty six. I sold Pinterest, even though I do think it is a good stock, but we only had three shares, you know? So right. even though we made a lot of money, it wasn't like that volume was going to do us too much good and we got a little crazy we did something bold because i think this is this theory is pretty good like how do you how do you browse reddit how do i browse reddit me personally yeah i mean i don't know i'm usually on my phone before bed just scrolling the first thing in the morning just scrolling on my phone how are the how are the posts sorted Oh, I mean, I go hot. I go. I want to see the hot ones. Show me what's hot. But if you go new, you pick up things quickly. So I know a lot of the nerds on the Wall Street Bets for, forum are actually, they're just, uh, you know, they're making an algorithm that picks stock based on how frequent these are mentioned. It keeps place in real time. And I actually picked this stock pretty early because I had the Reddit Wall Street Bets set to new. So we bought something called... Churchill Capital. Oh, yeah. Where's it at? It's on Churchill. 
No, but th- this is fine because Churchill does adhere to the hold my ble- bread rule. It is located in, in New York, New York. And uh, that does mean, tell him, Maddie. Means that we can come get you if we don't like what you're doing. Yeah, we'll pay you a visit. Matt will give you a tour of the rocking your socks off center. <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, wait, Churchill Capital? Is that you? Uh, I think they're, oh my, I just looked up their address. They, uh, they're, they're right in Rockefeller Center. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're right in Rockefeller Center. You Churchill got, Capital's right in Rockefeller Center. You gotta go, you gotta go apply to work with them. Yeah, they are our meal ticket out. Do you need to about out. the history of this building? Because I'm about to teach you some shit. And let, let's set the stage for this. Matt, you got a, a lottery ticket, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm annoying Matt with this conversation here. We're, we're, day, we're, we're zipping and zapping. But Matt, you got a lottery ticket. I think there will be an opportunity for you to make a fortune. Because how many Tesla stocks do you have? Uh, I think I've got 13. 13 Tesla Thir- stocks? 13, I mean, look, 13, 12, 13, something like that. Wait, it makes no sense that you would have an odd number after the splits. I mean, I don't know how many I had to begin with. Let me see. Oh, I have 12. I have 12 shares. You're yeah, right. 12 shares. I, I thought they might have had a buy 12, get one free, like it's the stock. I got a equip- baker's dozen of shares. Yeah, he bought a lot of lattes. <laughs> it really did okay with him. And Tesla, tremendous value, great volatility. There are now starting to be whispers... You know their names getting muttered by Bernie Sanders. There's whispers of a bubble, of of a bubble. There, statistically speaking, you know, if you look at history, probably will be a bubble. But um, there is a point in time there'll be there will be competitors. People will stand even with them. And if you sell your Tesla at the right time and back the right competitor, you can make a ton of money. Oh, for sure. And I mean, uh, absolutely. That is a play that I'm looking at. That it, it's it's it makes me nervous though. Because I feel like I've had Tesla, and I don't want to brag, but I have 12 shares of Tesla. My average price for each share is about 130, 140 dollars. So I'm like sitting on a little bit of, sitting on a little bit of money right now. Um, but I've had Tesla for so long; it's been my consistent rock. It's been my, it's been my, my, my white whale. I've been watching it. I've been watching it grow, and I'm waiting for it to hit a thousand. I bought into it, being like, this is going to get to a thousand one day. And I really hate to sell before that, but it makes me nervous. I don't know when to when to pull the trigger. But you you have around ten thousand dollars, right? That's true. Exactly. I'm sitting at about a little over ten ten grand in Tesla. So that that's amazing. Like you are now solidly middle class, my friend. I mean, look, I feel good. I feel very proud of where I've, what I've done with, with no college education and just started this podcast yeah. doing, you know, learning. I feel good. And you, you have no life skills. <laughs> uh, that's not as a short, but like in, uh, in the new economy where there will be welders in the Green New Deal, like I don't know what the marketplaces need for men dressed like Japanese girls will look <laughs> like. <laughs> hey, uh, business, old businessmen love that shit. So if, if you'd like to pay me to dress up like a young Japanese girl for your company picnic, I will do it. But you, you, there has to be a plan to flip this because you did so well. Like now you need to have a route out about how it's going to work for you the rest of, the, of your life. Like that's kind of the situation I personally think that you're in. What do you, I, I don't know if I follow. You made so much money, it's now a substantial amount. So like your little $100 here and there, it's now added up where $10,000 like even compounded, if you make the right decision with that money, 
it's life changing. Right, exactly. And that's why I'm nervous about it because I have been looking at plays and different moves and I uh, I bought a bunch I have a bunch of Neo uh, and Neo is still very very low. Um my average price on Neo let's let me brag a little bit more. My average price cost on Neo is $25. I have uh I have 50 shares of Neo stock. At $25 a pop I bought them. They're 62 right now. So do I do I take my Tesla money and flip it into more Neo? Do I take a gamble on a new stock I found? Uh, I, I just bought a new stock today um, called UR Energy. Uh, that's one of the ones I was going to recommend for this week. Actually, UR Energy. I bought a hundred shares of it today at a dollar. It's up at a dollar thirty right now. But like, if you get that sizable amount, like. You could even think like if it's something you're really going to hold, maybe there's a good dividend payment thing. Maybe you could even try and get in on that Vanguard Hong Kong deal, the yeah. world's superpowers, or you could ride it out or you could even just you could do this with partial money. But like the competitor bet might be like a smart way to really learn investing in the marketplace for the rest of your life. Like, you know how sometimes it's easier to do homework shows than normal stand up shows. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you have to really... Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And if you're you're like, okay, I'm going to be an expert by comparing the valuations worth a public perception of these uh, EV companies, because like that that could be very good for you. Because eventually, Tesla is what it is because people love it, mm -hmm. and people are susceptible to trends. There will be a next one, so you know, having an eye on the next one, even while holding the Tesla. I think would be great practice for you. And I think we would love to hear updates on the EV market from you. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think I could, I think it's kind of funny because I think it's kind of come naturally into where it's like, I didn't realize that's what I was really doing, but that's is what I've kind of ended up doing over the last couple of years. And I didn't really realize it. So I think that is a good point. I think that is something I should do for the podcast, given the state of things. And given, like you said, the competitors are going to come, they're already coming. Uh, and I'm I, assuming we're going to talk about Lucid Motors. This is a good transition. Okay, so yeah, back to it. So we sold off the Herman Miller, which we got a nice dividend on. They gave us a dollar thirty-six going away, so that was very nice of them. And we bought uh, Churchill Capital, and Churchill Capital is a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company. You know, SPAC, like the market is crazy. It's not just Tesla and Bitcoin, like the SPAC, the ETF, the IPO market, it's all going through the roof in a crazy way. And so S Churchill, they're not just any ordinary SPAC. Like, so you, the last one we talked about, the last one we didn't buy into, mm -hmm. uh, Ch Chamas, um, that ended up being SoFi and I have student loans and, you know, I invest so I don't pay my student loans. So it'd be like subscribing <laughs> to my own Patreon. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, yes. And, you know, it's this spec is here and it's for Lucid Motors, which is actually a pretty well considered competitor in the EV marketplace. Yeah, I hadn't heard about this until you had mentioned them to me, and I looked them up. And did you know? I mean, they started out as uh, a TV, a T. I don't even know how to say it, a Tiva Motors, a Tiva Motors, and they were originally just starting out as like a electric, like a battery drivetrain company for EVs. And it looks like they I guess they just decided to start making their own. Yeah, and they are on the market right now. There's a lot of hype behind them. They have 1,400 employees. There's pre-order for the cars. And 
you know, if Tesla is Nike, this does have signs for Reebok and SPACs have such amazing upside to them. Like this is potentially a $15 billion deal for them. And it feels like we got a lot of shares in it for like 400 bucks. Wow. See, this is, I'm so excited. This is, this gets me really excited because you're absolutely right. I mean, I look at the, you look at like the way Ford and all these other companies, I feel like are very far behind in EV technology. If Lucid can come in and I think the Nike Adidas comparison is really what got me excited about that because that's absolutely, that's great. You know, it used to be Ford and Dodge down the line. This could be, we could be talking about Lucid and Tesla or Lucid, Tesla and Neo. I mean, there's all these these companies that, like you said, are going to be very competitive with each other and push each other eventually. And it's all about the hype. So I bought this for $13 a share. It's not already up to $18.75. Wow. And it's that public hype. It's like once this gets on the radar, that's when you get the crazy mul multipliers in this exact marketplace. That is wow. That is how now. How long? How much? How how much was that growth? Like, or how? What's the time frame on that growth? The time frame, um, you know that that's within three days. That's amazing. Okay, great. And do we go b bigger into it? Who knows? So having like forty shares of DraftKings. So we didn't even talk about this. It seems like New York State is going to allow legal gambling. Yeah, isn't that supposed to happen like this week? We're uh, this is Wednesday. We're recording on a Wednesday, and is that supposed to happen this week? Do we know? And they're going to pick one company, and it's likely DraftKings. So, all our future-looking bets, all our look at the calendars and like corporate, like really watching only certain marketplaces, is really starting to pay off here. I yeah, I mean, I hope they pick DraftKings. I hope they have Draft. I have a hundred dollars in my DraftKings uh, account. I can't access unless I go to New Jersey. So I'll be. In, I, I need them to pick DraftKings. I'll be in Pennsylvania f this weekend. Give me that login. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. All right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, things are looking good for us. So, and like, I encourage everyone to get in that. Should we buy more of that? I feel like we should buy more of that. I mean, I'll put it to you this way. I have not, I, I just now am finding out about this on the podcast. So I haven't done any research on them. Uh, if you think that it's worth it, then I, I support you. But until I've done my own research and looked around, I can't, I can't say either way, but so far it seems good. I mean, to have $3 in a couple days, is not, uh, or whatever, what did it go? Th 13 to 18. That's yeah. great. That's good growth. And, and you've sold me on it already. I mean, you're absolutely right. If I don't know anything about this, but it, it seems like the potential is there. Yeah, and it's just like attached to a premium brand, and we've seen like the upside for SPACs be pretty insane. Yeah, and I'm looking at this picture of this car, and uh, this this doesn't look like a, a bad. It's not a bad looking car. No, not at all. I so can see this let's, being cool. Let's um, get into the show. We're buying into an, a high upside marketplace. Really fun times. Yeah, I feel like we're got we've got a bit of a hot hand. I feel like we're making. I mean, I, I feel good about this going not just going into the new year, but just the the things and the way the market's moving. And I, I don't know. I feel pretty good about. I mean, is the bubble hangs over everyone's head? I suppose, but I feel pretty good. Yeah, specs they're becoming mainstream. Let's get in the mainstream. Twenty more shares. Let's do it. Oh, after hours buying. You're doing some after hours business. 
The markets yeah, have, have closed. The bells have been rung. Do they ring the bell when they close it or just when they open it? I think they they love ringing the bells. God, I want to ring that damn bell. Yeah, I'm falling in love right here on the podcast. Order pending will be sent at the ne- start of the next trading session. It'll probably be too high by then. Oh, uh, yeah, the after hours action. That's why I never do that. Oh, well. Well, it'll be fine. We've got money in the bank. That's a worthwhile play. And uh, you now owe me 190 bucks. Sorry. I know that's not a good move to do to you, but, <laughs> you know, Venmo, please. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's coming your way. This yeah, once is, I get it out of my DraftKings account. This is all just a scheme for me to scam Matt out of $190. That's what the whole podcast is. Yeah, you have a second podcast that you release under this, just yeah. called $190. Yeah, I'm getting this guy something fierce. It's the Joel Wachowski, the $190 podcast, as opposed to this one. Yeah, I mean, that's a good podcast. It's more bang for your buck. So let's get into the big stories. Uh, there is a lot of corporate backlash, thanks to, uh, I think it was uh, a lot of your buddies um stormed the capitol last wednesday <laughs> yeah 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 uh, a lot of people from my reddit meetup group uh, are no longer in our group if you know what i mean man meetup was awesome <laughs> for stand-up back in the day i once had 150 dutch people come to an open mic it ruled <laughs> they were like what is das <laughs> yeah they did dutch not like it so a lot of big banks are not donating to any republican packs uh, Deutsche Bank, Trump's biggest lender, a company that if you listen to a lot of podcasts in this kind of Venn diagram of content, you know Deutsche Bank has some pretty tawdry connections. So if Deutsche Bank, that's like <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein saying he no longer wants to fly on your plane. Yeah, 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 exactly. Do your own research on them. But uh, the history of that of that company is Wild. You nailed it exactly right. If they're willing, if they're not willing to do business with you, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Let's just say that they have one of the worst company. They they have one of the f- worst histories in the history of Germany. <laughs> I thought they were gonna say they have one of the worst histories in the history of history. You know, it's pretty bad. Oh boy. Okay. So. Let's talk about what else is happening. And then the PGA, there was going to be a, a, a major at one of his golf courses. They pulled out. He's gutted. And they're hitting a million works. And, like, again, companies, I, I this is what I read, okay? I read companies including Comcast, Dow Chemical, Marriott, American Express, Blue Cross, Airbnb, MasterCard, Commerce. Like, hold up. How did Comcast get listed first? Comcast is evil, man. That's they're how. they're not a big. That's like a regional cable company. American Express, Dow Chemical, those are the big ones. Airbnb just multiply. Come on. Comcast is not just local. They're huge. I don't know. Comcast owns NBC, my dude. Oh, I guess you learned that while working at your old place of work, and now Comcast it's Comcast is evil. I mean, all cable companies are evil. And even even Hallmark asked for money back from some Republican senators. You, what kind of card do you think they're going to use to send the check back? Huh? Uh, I don't know. Do they have? A, they make a card for it, though. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I can't wait about for the for the Republican Party to put out like aggro greeting cards to own the libs. Yeah, oh, what you want to hear the one of the meanest thing I ever wrote in a card? Yeah. Happy birthday! When you die, no one will miss you. Who is that to? 
I'd rather not say. Who is it too? <laughs> is it a family member? Oh no. That's pretty dour stuff there, Matthew. It's pretty good. I told you. I told you. I asked you. I said, Do you want to hear the meanest thing I ever wrote in a card? I told you. Yeah, well, you know, Maddie, he's just he's a bit of a wild one. Yeah, you know, I like to party. What can I say? Yeah, Matt Matt's a goth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm no wearing all black wish. and I listen to Bauhaus. Hey, that could be that could be us, baby. So yeah, I think the the backlash is you know gonna be real gonna be tangible if we vote with our dollar our incorporations our people we are seeing the georgia election in corporate finance reports so i think that's pretty cool i think it's well we're recording this podcast uh, as the like the literally hours after the impeachment happened again yeah double impeachment i i haven't seen this many delicious double peaches since uh call me by your name Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Um, but I just think it's, you know, like you've got Deutsche Bank. All these people are dropping with him. He's been impeached a second time. Uh, the, the news broke today about the like New York State stuff about how they're no longer working with the Trump. Whatever it is. What it was. I forget what it's called. The Trump Trust or whatever the hell. The, the ice skating rinks in Central Park are no longer going to be, I don't think, his. Is he allowed to go ice skating? No, he can't. No more PGA. No more ice skating. Uh, no more Nazi banks. I mean, Deutsche banks. Uh, Ooh, you're going to get your account frozen for that one, my dude. Uh, I don't, they don't have any money there. You know, they're, they're going to kill me. They'll have me assassinated. I don't have any windows in my room. There's still going to be a red laser on my forehead at some point tonight. Yeah. And, um, I think you have a couple companies you want to touch base about before we get out of here. So why don't you walk us through that? Um, oh, the companies I recommended. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Oh, I think you oh. made money on a little GameStop. I don't love that. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, that's the reason I really wanted to bring this up for the podcast because we, you know, we had that drama where I had us buy a bunch of GameStop and then it tanked. And I was like, oh, my God, I've got to, I've cost us money. And then you, we ended up getting, you know, breaking even and getting out before anything happened. Well, I was watching and I was watching and I was watching and the GameStop stock kept going down and I bought in and I ended up buying in at like 17, 18, maybe it was like closer to 19. Uh, and it finally went off. It's up. It went up to like 30, $30, $32. I fucking made a, a small, a little bit of money off GameStop. Finally. I feel like I can rest. I can breathe easy. I know I didn't do it for the podcast, um, but I was right in the end, which felt nice. Yeah. You, you made it baby. So it's crazy. Um, yeah, it, it went up a ton. And, uh, and, and I think it was because like there was like a big shift in the like board, the people that run the company. Plus, the, I guess e-commerce was a lot bigger. The numbers on e-commerce was was huge, which I guess is not too surprising. So is this given... like a they were selling PS5s and that just did great for them? I think that helped a lot. I mean, I don't know. They didn't they didn't have I don't even know if they had enough um stock for that to help them either though because i know a lot of GameStops, at least in person they only had like two or three systems in store so i don't know if they had a huge number moved online if so i think that helped i knew like i said i did see that their e-commerce the numbers were huge uh so i think that's what helped move them their stock up do i think the stock is like a long is, is worth buying or anything now i don't think so um but i was able to make a little bit of money out of it so i think i just had to bring that that story to the table because i thought that was kind of Kind of funny. I just put a hundred dollars in and end up with. Uh, well, I'm glad time. to see that's like Amarin being the new darling on on Wall Street best. So 
I mean, it's ha- it's happy but to they- see like game the GameStop stock become like a sports team that I'm rooting against and I'm annoyed yeah. by. Like that was kind of that's why I got into finance. Like I was always been a sports obsessive, and it's just like oh, if you train this mind to think about stocks, you'll be in good shape. And maybe right. I'm but right. Is Ameren making the rounds on Wall Street bets? No, no, it's not. It's it, that's I just say that because it's the most dickhead hated stock around these parts, my friend. I mean, my God, I, I was. That's why I got excited for a minute. Don't give me hope, damn it. Um, I uh, well, and I mentioned it earlier already in the podcast, but you are energy. I think is a good place to look uh, for value. Um, that sounds like a I, Prince song, actually. I'm all in. They spell it. You are. Yeah, it's UR-Energy. Uh, it's a mining company. Uh, I believe they're in South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, I looked it up. So, But um, I bought $100, $100, uh, $100 of the stock today. It was at a dollar, and it's gone up almost 30%. It went up almost 30% from when I bought it. I think it's at uh, like $1.34, 33 right now. So I think there's a lot of room there. And it kind of ties into a stock we talked about last episode in that they mine a lot of different things. But one of the things they really focus on is uh, uranium. And I think UR Energy is going to be a big deal. Again, what we talked about last episode about climate change and Joe Biden um, moving to like pass these things that are going to tr- hopefully help the environment. And once he does that, I think UR Energy is going to be a big move. Uh, it's going to jump up a lot here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that uh, sounds fun, actually. Let, let's get in on that. And like, I love that low volume share price. Maybe we, so some one stock that's been holding out for us, like o, uh, OBCI, our Oceanic company, they've uh-huh. kind of been going down a little bit. Maybe we're risky. We go a little bit crazy with that i mean i'm not opposed i am uh like i said i'm definitely looking at this stock i've, I've seen i found this um on a like a deep red like not a red even a reddit page but like on a web page it's it was a recommendation deep down but it seems like it was a good uh, whoever brought it up did it found a good thing so i think this could be good um, but obci we bought for four dollars we have 10 shares we could get 120 dollars we could buy a ton of shares of this. That would be a really fun play. And then again, it kind of goes back to our, we're, we're becoming mavens of the mineral market. I, I Yeah, we have kind of, it kind of has happened naturally. You know, we need, uh, that's where we make our, we make our bones there. Yeah, we're getting out of the ocean. We're getting into the mines. Let's be, let's act like mavens, baby. Yeah. Hold, to, switch, switch terrains entirely. <laughs> exactly. A whole different topography. Yeah, that's what I like about that play. Um, I'm not going to do two after-hours bets, but will you remind me tomorrow during the day? I will. I will do that for sure. You promise? I will. Absolutely. Don't worry. I'm setting a reminder on my phone right now. I guess you could do it, too, because you have access to the account, right? That's true. I do have access to the account. Yeah, but let's make a point of getting that done tomorrow. That seems like a fun gamble for us, and I think we've made our money on that one. So let's do that, and then then when that pops, we'll buy AMC. Not the stock, the chain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think UR Energy is good. I think those are the only two uh, things I really wanted to bring up, I guess, was the, the GameStop. Uh, and then, oh, um, Intel. I just I don't really have enough information to even really talk about this right off the top of my head. But did you see the, the Intel CEO step down? Well, yeah, and that happened. It, and I heard, um, isn't Microsoft going to make their own chips? 
Uh, I did not hear that. That's kind of surprising me, though, because I know that they were using AMD chips. There's AMD chips in the new Xboxes, so I did not know that. Yeah, so just something to watch. I think there are like maybe big movements at the top of that whole section of the marketplace. So big trends going on there. That makes me, uh, that's another play I'm looking at that makes me a little nervous in that maybe I, sh I feel like maybe I should cut my holdings in half with AMD. I have had a bunch of AMD for a while and I've, I'm sitting, I mean, AMD and Tesla are my two biggest gainers in my portfolio. And I'm thinking about like, it's a similar situation though, where it's like, I know AMD could break a hundred. I know it can, I really want to see it break a hundred. And then, uh, so I'm a little nervous to sell, but, um, I mean, certainly not now it's down 3.8% after the, after the Intel news. So I'm definitely not going to sell now, but that is definitely a thing I'm looking at. Yeah. So I, let's take more flyers. Let's be more risky. Let's be real traders and mavens in the new year. Um, well, they, yeah, they got a new, uh, they, so the Intel C, the Intel went up, not Intel went up 9% because they got a new CEO. And I do think I hurt his feelings. I mean, I doubt it. He's, he's going to make a huge severance, I'm sure. And he's going to be fine. But do you think that people leave, seeing him leave and the stock price went up because they were like, finally, he's out. Do you think that upset him at all? Yeah, I think that's got a way on you. And like, that's why a lot of companies that are studied for being the most well-run companies in the world aren't traded publicly. So it's a whole big situation. As soon as you're publicly traded, you are a public figure. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Bob, Bob Swan. Bob Swan is out. And uh, Pat Giz, Gislinger, Gels, Gelsinger, uh, Pat Gelsinger uh, is now the new CEO of Intel. So apparently Pat is the man because 9% up after uh, Bob Swan, Zach Swan's father actually uh, leaves. Well, they actually did very well in the pandemic because they were already wearing those hazmat suits and dancing around. So they were made for this. No wonder they went <laughs> up today. Uh, man, we, we broke $5,700 right now. Amazing. I mean, I'm telling you this, I think this year is the year we really see movement on our, on our podcast numbers, on our portfolio. I think we're really doing, we're doing good work these days. I was like, Oh, we're over 6,000 now. And I, I just forgot I deposited $390. So yeah, <laughs> that's your, that's who you're getting financial advice from folks. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. I had a blast with you. That was such a quick episode. That's crazy. It flew by. I feel like we did a, a, a little bit over an hour. We didn't go horribly short, did we? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it flew by. I knew it was going to be a good episode, but I couldn't expect it to go so quickly. I mean, it's, you know, don't let me hold you. I mean, you're holding my bread. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? Roblox being valued at $30 billion. Ro is that uh, I do, I haven't I didn't touch it uh, after we recorded that one episode I haven't I haven't touched it since it'll come back and then you know I think that Instacart's IPO coming up I mean we saw how DoorDash behaved when they went uh, public so I think we could be seeing a little bit more of the same that's a good point uh, Instacart is interesting I've thought about try I, I've never used it have you ever used it. Or no, any of those no, grocery I've, delivery services? I've never used it. My sister works at Amazon, and she totally hates it. She bitches about it. She works at Whole Foods. She she bitches about it all the time. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Instacart thing is interesting to me because you know to Amazon does their own grocery delivery stuff. It's just I don't know. I don't know. You could be right though. It could be a DoorDash situation, and all the IPOs that have gone off recently have been just exploding. So yeah, here's what you do: you buy. 
every EV company that I that IPOs, you, they're usually pretty cheap when they open. You buy every app that's really just a transactional middleman when it IPOs, even though they don't make any money, nobody cares anymore. And if any IPO is being talked about on Reddit, you just scroll to that new page, you buy what they're talking about, because that's often what it is. This is just perception is turning into dollars before our eyes. That's the world we live in. It's uh, it is interesting. I'm gonna you've changed my mind on going to new. I'm gonna check out new on Wall Street Pets and on some of these investing uh, investing um, Reddit's. Yeah, Reddit's oh. been great. Reddit was actually nice to me yesterday. They helped me out with some research for one of my props networks assignments. So I appreciate having cordial conversation about that. Uh, say that again. Oh, Reddit was nice to me. They actually, I put put something out that I wanted to research and they gave me a bunch of amazing examples. That's amazing because uh, Jeff Sheen uh, posted a, uh, a video on uh, Reddit. Did you see his video? I did see his video. He posted that on Reddit and I guess a bunch of people were, he said they were very mean to him. They called him a limp cuck. Yeah, people are always <laughs> so mean and on Reddit, I was shocked that they were nice to me. And for our long-term listeners, um, I just found out I could be getting Wall Street Journal for free this whole time. Oh, can you believe that? I, I It was such a headache. I, I chronicled my quest for the Wall Street Journal here, and I just didn't know it was given to me. It's true. You did have a, you had like a rivalry with them. Like they were an, a, the nemesis of the podcast for a long time. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, it's just getting started now. I mean, I, you could have told me it was free when you were taking $12. A, a, and I don't even know that I'm allowed to say this on podcast, but I, I used stamps.com once and they charged me like $30 a month. What, how, how are you getting it for free now? Oh, it's just part of my tuition. Oh, that's great. That's the, that's the most common business. So you, Oh, so wait, so you are paying for it. You're not getting it for, for free. You're paying for it. You're paying a, a lot. You're paying a couple thousand dollars to get it. Joe Biden paying for that shit. Liz Warren signed an IOU for my ass to learn finance and take down the Lehman Brothers. <laughs> and and, and uh, anyhow, what was I just crabbing about? Getting Wall Street Journal for free? Uh, the other thing. Reddit was nice to you? The other thing. I do not know. Well, there was something else I was real irritated about oh yeah stamps.com i used them once they charged me 30 dollars a month that's the most common business practice in the world everyone has that business model they just want to trick you into subscribing and then hope you don't notice on your bank statement absolutely i mean it's it's the tale as old as time i mean it they that's exactly what they hope there i guarantee you that's why like companies make it so hard for you to cancel some things because they make it so hard so that you'll be like, fuck this, I'll do it tomorrow. And then they hope you forget and then they can charge you at the ass. It's a scam. You know, the optimist in me was hoping that if I were to ever say stamps.com on a podcast, it'd be because I made it, was getting that advertising money. But the pessimist in me knows I only talked about stamps.com because they stole my $90. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, what was it? Oh, I accidentally, so I bought a, I got a new chair. I got some new stuff. You, uh, I, got I can't even Amazon. talk about chairs. You won't believe the chair scandal I've got. Oh, you want to hit, hit me with your chair scandal? Okay, let, let's see who has the better chair story. Okay, I like it. So I bought my desk, right? 
Uh huh. And it came with a chair that's oh, yeah. beautiful. It's like a. That's rare. Yeah. A lot it's, of desks don't care with chairs. Yeah, it's like an old World War II t- style desk. They designed the, the atomic bomb sitting here, and this thing could survive it. It's all steel, but the chair kills my back. And I have this videographer I work with a lot. He's the sweetest guy. He helps me out so much. And he's, he doesn't have a desk chair while he's editing my stuff. He, he sends me pictures of the lumber he's sitting on. And Gabby says to get rid of the chair. I give it to him. He sets the time to pick it up. And Gabby's like, hold on, let me look up what brand this is. This chair is worth $1,800. And I gave it, I'm about to give it away. So I had to like track it back. And I wanted this guy to have a chair. So now Gabby was going to bring this guy a chair from her office in her car. But someone went up to our Prius and they sawed off the catalytic converter, which is, I guess, is the most common crime. And it happened in front of the gas station. They have tapes, but the tapes delete every 10 days and they won't give us the tapes unless we have a police report, which takes 14 days to get. So this guy still won't have a chair and I got to make a video with him tomorrow and he's just going to have to edit it on a pile of wood. So it's stressing me out. Well, why doesn't he take that wood and use the wood to build a chair? I mean, he could do that. It's bro. It's just another broken <laughs> chair. I mean, you know, what is a what is a broken chair if not just a pile of wood? If you really think about it, you know. That's true. So that that's my that's my chair story arc. Isn't there so much going on in that chair tail? Yeah, that's really it, your chair tail turned into like a vehicle tail with a hint of crime. Well, yeah, that's the most that's the most fun thing going on. Otherwise, we spent an entire couples therapy session talking about Jack. But what was your chair story? Oh, wow. Okay, that's some spicy, not podcast-related news. My chair story is I wanted a chair. I've been sitting on this old pile, literally a pile of wood of a chair. I had it in my room. It was a wooden, creaky, uncomfortable chair. And so I got a nice chair off of Amazon. I got it off Amazon, and it was like a thing where it was like, if you get one of our Amazon credit cards, you can save like $70. And I was like, all right, I'll do that. I'll get a little Amazon credit card. I'll, I'll pay, uh, I'll pay it off and then I'll close it out and I'll good. I'll be, it'll help my credit a little bit. I'll, I'll pay off this chair cheaper, blah, blah, blah. So I, I buy the chair. They cut me a deal on the chair. Uh, I don't receive my card in the mail for literally like months, like months go by and I haven't received my card in the mail. It's very hard to make a payment on it. Um, so finally I get on with them. I try and cancel. They won't cancel. I finally get on with somebody. I'm like texting like a chat with them and they're like, here's what you need to do to cancel. And I literally broke down and was like, I just paid my bill off. I just want you to cancel it. I don't want to have to do anything else. Just cancel it. Close my card, close my fucking card. So they closed it. She closes it reluctantly. And then you know what I got in the mail today? The card. The goddamn card. It came in the mail. It finally arrived. Uh, and it came with like uh, all the information about being like, thank you for joining. And it's like, I this is useless to me. I cut it up. I, I burned it. I, I snorted it up my nose. It's gone. And it, it's the world is functioning so badly right now. Everything is a hassle. So I worked as a poll worker. It was brutal work. They, it, it was very hard. I went above and beyond. I did a good job, but I never got the check. And in order to get it reprinted, not only do I have to notarize a statement, they investigate my finances. I have to give them access to my bank account to, to make sure that I'm not stealing. So, yeah, it's wild. Damn it. So you're paying, you're, so you're what you're, you're not, you haven't been paid for doing a, a service that 
is very important to the country. And it's just like, yeah, you know, I maybe you could just keep the couple hundred bucks. I don't know if it's worth that hassle. And the woman on the phone, she's like, no, you worked for the money. It belongs to you. And it's like, cool, I guess I'll run these six errands. Yeah, they're just giving you another job for the government, you know? Cool. The whole world is stamps.com. Who knew? I do think it's funny that there's podcasters that are like, that were out there promoting being like, we must save the post office. We have to save it. And then they're out there doing ad reads for $70,000 for stamps.com, which is putting the post office out of business. I mean, that's none of my business. I'm just saying. Wait, aren't they using the, the, the post office though? I, I think, uh, I don't know how the whole thing works. I just don't think, I don't think stamps.com, is, I don't, I don't think that it's helping the post office. I'll you, say that. You think it's like Grubhub to a restaurant, like a post office, like, man, 22% markup on a stamp. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just saying, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like stamps.com is good for the, uh, the old post office. One of the whole things, the whole thing with like stamps.com is like, are you tired of going to the post office? Don't you hate the post office? Stop waiting in line at the post office. And it's like, we're going to shut it down. Yeah, but like everyone hates the post office. That's a fact of life. I do. No, I agree. I hate the post office. I had to mail something. I had to wait like two hours in line. One time I had this lady, I probably told the story of the podcast before when I was selling pins, I was going to the post office once a week to sell pins, to sell them and, you know, uh, ship them out. And this lady was always so rude to me. And so finally one day I go, you know, every time I come in here, you're just so rude. And she goes, I'm sorry you feel that way. Maybe you should go to someone else next time. And I go, don't worry. I was like, I'm not going to ever come to you again. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the post office does suck. So, Cool. They 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 were open. They 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 broke up with the post office last year. Who did? Oh, uh, uh, stamps.com. Oh yeah. Yeah. See. See, that's the thing. I feel conflicted. Do I care about the post office? They're always very rude to me. I don't know. I know it's very important for some reason, but I don't know. All right. Well, I had a blast. I'm sorry I tried to end the show a little bit early. We need to have our flavor. We gotta have our talking, but. It's fun to be like wheeling and dealing. It's it's great to just have a stake in the marketplace. And we're going to be working a lot harder on the podcast uh, these next few months. Dude, my uh, my class in like financial accounting that I'm so stoked for, all the homework's like what we do on the podcast every week. They're like, oh, that's great. They're like, you got to summarize Wall Street Journal accounts and perform stock calculations. Like, yeah, I do. I try and do that shit sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, that's great. I love it. Uh, I am super excited for the, I mean, we kind of said this last couple episodes, but I'm very excited about the future of the podcast and the future of our in portfolios. And uh, I think we're cooking right now. So I'm glad to, uh, glad to be doing it. So what's the Patreon, Maddie? Uh, please support us. Patreon. It's just go to Patreon. Look up, hold my bread on Patreon. Um, we really appreciate uh people that have subscribed have, have joined the patreon so far we're going to work on it again like i said uh, a couple weeks ago we're going to try and add some more incentives and maybe bonus content and all of that stuff but please go hold my bread on patreon support us help us uh we love you we love you thank you guys good night happy spending and we're out